Oh, man. What is up, everybody? Also, what is going on with my sound? Starting the day off good. All right. Oh, this might be a headphone issue. Please hold. Is that better? Can everybody hear me all right? I don't want to go through one of those shows where everybody's wondering if I haven't even started the show yet. So I want to make sure. Let's check. Check with the chat. 99WNRR.com. Everybody hear me? Nope. All right, cool. So far, nothing but crickets. Good. All right. Good stuff. All right, cool. <laughs> well, uh, okay, good. Thanks. Thanks, G. We hear you, Fooner. Well, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and proceed. I had a lot of weird stuff going on just trying to get here. Like, I literally work right over there. Like, not even like, you know, people are like, oh, I work that way down the road. Like, it's not even that. Like, like watch this. Let me, let me see if I can... Let me see if I can do a demonstration. Uh, I'm going to take this highlighter. Ready? Watch. That just hit my desk. That is literally how far away I work. And the amount of trouble I had getting here from there is just stunning. Uh, let's go for a quick beard update. Hold on. Yeah, if you're watching this uh, next week and from the... On the top 20, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. It looks like it's doing all right. I, uh, I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I trimmed down the sides. Had a discussion with my, my producer, David Caggiano, about beard maintenance, mainly because I showed up on Saturday looking like, um, I can't remember the dude's name from Little House in the Prairie, but it was like one of those mountain men, like, and I didn't want to do that. But you got to understand something, like, whenever I take on a project like this, this is true of almost everything I've been doing over the past 10 years. This this is how, like, so I'm, okay, <laughs> let's, let's bring everything to a screeching halt and back up a little bit. So, I do not have bipolar. Uh, I, I, am, I am not diagnosed with bipolar at all. I am diagnosed with clinical depression and have bouts of it, uh, but in... Um, in practice, it feels very bipolar because when I'm not having a depressive attitude or, or a depressive episode, it feels often like, um, wow, let's do lots of stuff. Like, let's go ride bikes, you know, that kind of stuff, which to somebody that's depressed all the time feels pretty manic. <laughs> now, I know... Personally, I know true bipolars. Also, I have a psych degree, so I actually know what it means to be bipolar, and I don't have that. But I do want to put it into context. Like, I have two poles of my mood. <laughs> you know, my my mom told me I was going to grow out of the bathroom humor, but, like, it's been a few years. It's been several minutes, and I haven't grown out of it yet. So, Mom, if you're listening, you know you're not wrong again. Yeah, that's uh, almost a perfect record so far. About a thousand, Mom. Um, so, basically, uh, I just have two flavors of my mood. Well, that's not even true. Like, I have a whole gradient, right? But so, like, I normally operate down here. So, what happens is when I'm feeling normal, that's when I have all my ideas. That's when it's like, cool, let's do the Raceway Diaries live. 
Let's do unplugged shows. Let's book anything and everything. Let's record again. Let's grow a beard, right? That was one of those moments. But the other thing I have that does not oscillate between one and the other is I have what I like to call laziness. Yeah, so... That's not even fair. I don't even know why I do that. Like, I, I am definitely not lazy. What I am is burned the F out. And they don't have a word for that. So, <laughs> I mean, they have some. I mean, technically, if you want to get, like, all clinical about it, I have what's called adrenal fatigue. And that happens from time to time where it just kind of lays me out. And I learned that lesson really hard when I came back to South by Southwest the first time we went down there because I just, I... I guess mentally wanted to be like, what can this old body take? And I put it through the goddamn ringer, and then I couldn't get up most days for, you know, several weeks. I was sleeping 12 to 14 hours a day because that's what chronic adrenal fatigue looks like. So anyway, how does that pertain about, how does that pertain to the beard, you might ask? Well, I'm so glad you stepped in to keep me from just speaking nonsensically over and over again, much like the show normally is. So I started to grow the beard, and then I just didn't want to do any of the maintenance on it. And it's also quite a project to just remove a beard, too, right? It's just not like you can just, like, take it off and put it put it down or whatever. Like, you actually have to shave. And if I'm going to go ahead and shave, I might as well just manicure and trim the damn thing. So, anyway, that whole long intro is basically Kajano telling me, like, just you got to kind of train down the sides, which I don't feel like doing. Or just shave them down, which I also didn't feel like doing. So, I eventually got around to it. So, I shaved it down a little bit, and I'm just going to kind of grow this part out. Mainly, this is for me because it's fun to play with. Like I, I like that. Like I, you know, I don't know who in my listening audience can grow a beard. Uh, I would say maybe half, roughly. I mean, I don't know. I don't know for sure. But like, it's a lot of fun. Like it's, it's definitely, it's like the facial hair version of that. Uh, what was it? That fidget spinner that like all the autistics were playing with. Uh, I'm not slamming autistics. It's, it was just that's what it was. Uh, and ADD suffers and stuff like that. But that's, that's kind of what it feels like. And I have got to tell you, I don't know if you've ever tried this. Like, those of you that don't have a beard and have never had a beard, I have to tell you, there is really no better prop for, like, when you're thinking about something than, like, just turning to the side and being like, hmm. And I realized my grandfather used to do that. My grandfather had a small beard. I think uh, he didn't have a Fu Manchu, but it was close to that. But he used to do that often. He would just be, like, thinking and now I know why, like, all the, you know, the great presidents of, of you know, black and white pictures did that. Because they were constantly, hmm, manifest destiny, slavery, war with England. Hmm. Yes, exactly. So I think that's where it comes from. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to be, like, growing this beard out and being like, you know, we should take Mexico. Because that seems, like, pretty aggressive even for me, but, like... Who knows, man? 2023 could just be filled with stupid ideas of mine. And, like, honestly, isn't it about time anyway? Like, we should just dedicate an entire year to DJ's stupid ideas. I feel like we can all get behind that and we'll have, like, our, its own, like, we could, we could have its own intro, like. And it's time for DJ's stupid ideas. And you can all be like, but that's what the whole show is anyway. We've been doing that for nine years. And you'd be right. All the nurses in New York City, not all of them, a lot of nurses in New York City are on strike because of safe, well, they're getting a pay increase, which they deserve anyway, honestly, 
but mainly be, they're mainly striking because of safe staffing laws. And here's the most interesting thing I found out about it. Now, they are saying that basically they have uh, nine patients on average. That's what they were saying about Montfiore. Uh, that they have like nine patients on average that they're monitoring at any given time, right? Which explains why, like on TV, whenever like somebody's constantly calling the nurse, they're coming in and basically wanting to hit them with a bedpan. So I understand that. But uh, they're basically calling for like uh, the safe staffing stuff where they want like to be monitoring four patients, and then obviously if somebody's not, uh, you know, not being tagged taxed too much they can help out with other nurses that might have more severe uh need more attention and stuff like that so i get it but here's the thing that really kind of blew my mind they are striking over this because they want uh, you know a four to one patient ratio um that's a federal law i did not know that it was signed i guess after covid or before covid or just around covid started it's it's a federal it's called the safe staffing law like hospitals are, are required by law to provide that and our nurses in New York City are striking to get that. Like, what the hell, man? Like, it's a federal law. I didn't know that was optional. Oh, my God. Like, I, the things I could do with optional federal laws. I think. I don't even know. I am not some. Clearly, I am not some mastermind. Right? I think we can all agree on that. So, but, like, I was just like, oh, my God, blown away. And then you see that in the backdrop of, like, what's going on in Congress right now, which is cracking me up, by the way. I haven't even taken the social media to, like, talk about it because I feel like at this point some of the stuff is so subtle or just so obvious. Maybe it's so obvious that, like, people that aren't even addressing it, like, you guys are laughing stocks. Like, my, my, my absolute favorite part of this is that the, the Republican Congress, after taking, I don't know, 15 votes to elect their favorite boss is basically just they're they're targeting the government now. They're going to hold investigations into the government and the Justice Department because of uh, accusations of weaponizing the government, right? Weaponizing the federal government. Here's the thing. The federal government, there are laws. You might have heard of them. Some of them are in the Constitution. Some of them are actually made by... Congress, yeah. Congress writes these laws, right? It's one of the things they do. Like, if you ever studied civics, which I know, it's America, so you haven't, but basically the legislature, the legislative branch, which is the House of Representatives and the Senate, write laws. That's their job. Like, you ever hear that? Like, I'm just a bill. Yeah, I'm only. Like, that's a, like that wasn't just a catchy-ass song, and it was. But it was also super informative. There was also more information in that little three-minute PSA than most stupid rednecks can hold in their entire goddamn noggin, if you know what I mean. So they write these laws, and the Supreme Court is supposed to you know, weigh in on whether or not they're constitutional or not. But we can leave them out of this for right now. So Congress writes the laws. The executive branch, which includes the Justice Department, enforces those laws. It's how our government works. It says so in the Constitution. That pesky little thing that a lot of right-wing people want to be like, Constitution, but they've never read it. And even if they read it, they don't understand it because they don't have any friends smart enough to understand it and explain it to them on YouTube. So that becomes kind of a problem. So the first thing that this Republican content, con Congress has done, uh, besides... Uh, gutting the House Ethics Committee, by the way, because so many of their members are under investigation. Like, what? <laughs> so that's one. 
Uh, but they're going to form a commission to investigate the Justice Department because they've weaponized the government. What they've done is they're enforcing these laws, and people that support Republicans are being implicated in some of these violations. That's not weaponization, right? That's if you drive 60 miles an hour in front of a school and you get pulled over for speeding. If you get out of the car and be like, I'm not paying that ticket because you're weaponizing the police for it. Yo, dude, it's the law. And you just got caught doing bad stuff. Which brings me totally to the next thing that they did, which they're going to defund the 87,000 positions that the IRS was going to be adding over the next 10 years. Do you know why they're doing that? I don't know why they're doing that. Or do I? I do know why we're doing that because I have a brain. Now, the Secretary of the Treasury has come out on record and said that those 87,000 agents are going to be hired over the next 10 years. They're going to cover the natural attrition of IRS agents. They are also going to be used for mainly some auditing and stuff like that. Not all of them, because of the 50,000 people or 70,000 people that already work at the IRS, like, first of all, a lot of them are going to be retiring over the next 10 years. But they're not all auditors. Some are agents, some are administrative. Most, or not most, like 13,000 of them or so are customer service representatives. You know, people you can't even get on the phone now. You know why that is? Because Republicans keep cutting those jobs. So next time you're on hold with the IRS, I want you to go, thanks, Kevin McCarthy. This fucking sucks, because that's his fault. But here's the best part. The Secretary of the Treasury has come out on record and said that the extra audits will only be for households over $400,000 a year. Anybody in my listening audience in that bucket? Because if you are, I absolutely have a bridge I'd like to talk to you about. And just remember, the next time somebody you know says something stupid about the IRS and weaponizing the federal government, keep one thing in mind. If you aren't cheating on your taxes, you've got nothing to worry about. So, you know who's upset about the 87,000 extra IRS agents? Say it with me now. People who cheat on their taxes. Want to guess what party has most of those people in it? Especially millionaires and billionaires and big-ass corporations? I'll give you a hint. It's not the Democrats. Okay, now don't tell anybody, but be sure and tell everybody where you heard that. I'm sorry, normally I take this out on the Stunads on Facebook, but today it's got to be you. Now back to the beer. I couldn't recommend it more. Like, seriously. Hmm. Maybe it's making me smarter. Like, hmm, IRS agents. <laughs> My favorite thing yesterday was the whole, um, they had like a corrupt file at the FAA that prevented... Prevented, so it was like notice to something, like just about like safety concerns. And then in an abundance of caution, the FAA grounded flights till about 9 a.m. And actually ended up being a little bit longer than that. I will say my oldest flew out to California last night for, um, for a Frisbee tournament he goes to every year. No problem. So everything was all fixed by then, right? So that's, so that's it. But so 
they're still investigating what happened, but it turns out it was just like a corrupt file. And like anybody that ever, you know, worked on a Windows computer knows that sometimes you just need to reboot that because it's fun. But uh, I happen to just be reading somebody else's tweet, and then I mistakenly and accidentally, and this probably cost me a couple of brain cells, I accidentally read a tweet from Lauren Boebert, who is the uh, congresswoman from Colorado, who's arguably the dumbest person in Congress. And honestly, there's a race for that. And what she did, because Pete Buttigieg is the Secretary of Transportation, so what she tweeted was like, nice job, Mayor Pete. First of all, hella disrespectful, you fucking twat. He's the Secretary of Treasury, and you're just some clam from Colorado that people thought would be funny to vote into office. I don't know. I'll go with Secretary Pete. But also, she goes on to say, this is what happens when you hire liberals to do a job that they're not qualified to do. Not qualified to do a job? Bobert, you are a dumb fucking twat, man. You have no balls. You have you have no standing whatsoever. You have some balls. You have no standing whatsoever to be talking about anybody that's not qualified to do something. You are arguably the dumbest person I have ever heard from in Congress. And you are actually trying to tell the Secretary of Transportation how to do his job? The man is so overqualified, I'm surprised he even bothers to know your name. Now, I am not a sexist, but Jesus Christ, woman, shut the fuck up. You are a waste of space in this government. You are a joke. Like, you are the literal laughingstock of Congress, and Nassau Republicans just elected George Santos to Congress. I mean, are you kidding me right now? Although I did see a cute little thing that said that the Republicans were touting all their diversity in Congress because of all the personalities of George Santos, and I thought that was really funny. He did say he was not going to resign, despite Nassau Republican officials telling him he should resign because he basically lied his way into office. But man, I am so down with that because I'm going to run for office and I really should get elected because of all my years of experience in Congress, the Senate, and the Supreme Court, and also that time I was Pope. And don't forget, I was... All these other things, medical doctor, lawyer, basketball player, I, I threw the only no-hitter for the Mets all year last year. Like, dude, seriously, that's who you elect to Congress? And you want to know why it doesn't work well? Like, those are the dudes that are in charge. They can't even keep their own house in order. They they run on, we're going to drain the swamp. They literally open the doors and let the swamp in. They're the dumbest people I've ever seen. And it's so funny that real, honest-to-God conservatives don't step up and, like, reclaim their party from this bunch of re ridiculous morons that are just making everything just a laughingstock. You think confidence in Congress is going to go up with people like Boebert and Santos? Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, I would love to honestly watch the party implode. I would love to watch the Democratic Party implode because I've said for years how tired I am of all the stuff going on to my far left. Like, I'm so over it. Like, not everybody needs to get penciled in to have their own rights. Like, live here or don't. Like, if it's really, truly unfair and you're stepping on somebody else's rights, you're in the wrong. But don't be demanding rights from other people that they have to sacrifice, too, because now you're stepping on theirs. And that's not cool with me so if the center of the Republican Party and the center of the Democratic Party want to get together and, like, I don't know, have a real honest-to-God discussion about something, I'm your guy. And I should be, because I am currently President of the United States, and this message has been approved by George Santos, Republican from Nassau County.
By the way, none of that did I want to talk about at all. I had a whole list of stuff I wanted to talk about, including the new Top 20 that's out this week. But, god damn it. It's totally Republicans' fault. Unless it's Biden's fault. Probably Biden's fault. I think we can all agree. I ran long. Thanks, Joe. I also have a slight headache. Maybe that'll get better. I'm going to play some music, and I'll see you on the other side.